0: Today, I'm doing something a little bit different, a solo cast. I'm gonna share my experience as an exterior contractor, patio, screen, enclosure, and deck contractor, my experience with having a live chat feature on our website. I'm gonna share how it's performed so far and whether it's staying on the website and why. Here we go. There's been a lot of chatter recently about adding live chat to your website as a means of capturing leads. And this has really grown in popularity over the last year with the existence of a couple companies out there that act as an agency that handle your live chat. So they've got an agent, trained agent that focuses on, well, doesn't focus, but handles exclusively live chats on websites for multiple companies, and they can handle it for yours. And they've really been pushing the service and reporting good results and signing up quite a few clients. Now it's important to keep in mind their objective behind it. Their objective isn't to provide customer service on their live chat and if you find any websites using an outsourced live chat, you'll quickly get a feel for what they do and that is simply capture your information and turn it over to the company. So they're not there to provide a customer service on your website and answer detailed questions about a client's project or how you're handling their operations. They're simply acting to capture information, a lead from the user on the website and turn that back over to the customer, to you as the business owner that's hired them. Now, of course, there will be people that come onto your website, you know, just looking for uh, general information or not so much general information, but operational information that you need to answer. And in that case, again, they focus on just capturing their information and handing that back over to you. As an outsourced agency, they really cannot provide detailed information on your services, so it is this essentially a lead capture by live chat. And the pricing on it, the ones that I've checked out, I'm not gonna mention any names, depending on the volume, the number of chats initiated, that's how they bill, the number of chats initiated, they range anywhere from $10 to $15 per live chat initiated. So that's not per lead that's captured, that is per live chat initiated. That's how, as of publishing this in June 2019, these chat agencies are operating. They're charging per chat initiated. So if somebody just opens a chat, says a couple words, and then backs out, it's to my understanding that they're actually billing you for that. So this isn't my first interest in live chat. I actually took a look at this a couple of years ago and uh, ran a test on it it didn't go so well. So I wanted to test, see how it's doing in 2019. Maybe something has changed. So I was set out on a mission and fulfilled the mission of getting live chat put on my website. Now, I didn't have to outsource this to an agency. I've got a pretty good sized sales team in-house that's able to handle these live chats that would come in and handle them quickly. So it was a matter of getting this set up on my website. Now, Let's kind of jump into the website things here. If you followed me for any bit of time, you know that on my website, I like to put an emphasis on having a visible local phone number, getting a visible local phone number in front of the customer, always in front of the customer with one exception, that they can click on and dial. So literally all nine digits of the local phone number floating stickied at the bottom of the website. So it's always within thumbs reach for a click. And I like to have that on a bright colored ribbon background and I like to do the actual text as a hyperlink blue because when you think about it, we're all associated or we're all conditioned to click on a hyperlink blue color from our use of Google Search and Microsoft Word products for, you know, many of us the last couple decades. So that color and that display of the phone number has worked very well. And if you have more than one location, what I like to do is just say, call us now or click to call. And then on that, when they click to call, jump down to a section on the page or take them to a page where it shows the actual local phone numbers for their offices. So that way they see the actual local phone numbers in front of them. I don't like to, you know, have somebody just click to call. And then when it pops up on their iPhone to approve this outbound dial, show an area code that's not associated with them. So I'd like to get that local phone number visible. And that has worked well. Uh, I've split tested many variations and what i described to you right there has definitely worked the best so with that on mobile we needed to find a way to get chat in there now these outsourced agencies and many of the kind of plugins or uh, website add-ons that you can add into your website you put a little snippet of code in there and then they pop up and they just kind of show up on the side And that's okay, but my issue on my website is I've got this sticky bar at the bottom. When I start tacking this stuff in, it's getting too cluttered up. So that wouldn't work. And the other thing that I needed to consider was the time. I needed it to be there only, or only to have the chat option available, when my office staff was, you know, at their desks to handle these. So specific hours in my company, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m., we needed to have that chat open and, you know, after hours hide it. So going back to what I was saying about how, uh, you know, we have a cluttered up mobile device, we kind of needed to redesign our mobile here and fit the chat into it. And that meant that we could not use the default chat functionality provided by either a chat plugin or an outsourced agency. They all provide the same thing, which just kind of slaps on your website. And it's good, but it's not as good as having the phone number there. So you got to consider just how cluttered it is, you know, on the mobile device. And with the way my website had been designed and what I've found works best with the phone number, getting the chat on there was going to require some kind of substantial overhaul. So ultimately what we did is we snuck the chat into our sticky bar. I'll put an image, you know, in the show notes, you can always go back to where this podcast is published on my website. We'll put an image on there of what it looked like. So it was well designed and would convert and get people to click on it, you know, and the problem was though that we had to kind of custom code this and do this all on our own. And there's essentially four variations, you know, and let me kind of backstep here. This is kind of hard to do without actually showing you guys. And it's hard to explain even to somebody with web design experience. But with the, you know, plugins that these chat agencies give you or a lot of the easy add to your website type of plugins or codes, they can hide and you can hide them for certain hours. But again, we weren't going to be using that code. Uh, We had to integrate it into our actual website and the you know kind of design and layout that we had cuz I still think it's very important to have the option of for people to call you right in front of them within a thumb's reach so we had to consider that and work the chat into it so essentially we were no longer just hiding this chat button after hours but we were really changing the elements of our website and we needed to have that you know both in a mobile and desktop version so mobile and desktop you know during after hours and during or after hours and during work hours. So there were essentially four designs that we needed to have into this. And my developer and I have got a developer on staff. We put it together. We got it up on the website. So fortunately, you know, I've got a developer on staff so we can do this stuff, but that would be a whole nother struggle in and of its own if you're following my framework where I outline, you know, to have that visible phone number click to call there. So design challenges aside, we got that sorted out. We get the live chat on the actual website so big question is how does it perform and keep in mind our objective here is just as it would be if you're outsourcing it to capture leads it is very difficult to convey many operational issues or discuss operational issues by chat and you also have to have the right person and often cases a project manager handling that project to avoid multiple lines of communications and the subsequent problems that arise when you've got multiple lines of communications on projects. Anyone in the trades business for more than a day knows those kinds of problems and how they come up. So big objective here, the only objective of the actual chat function on the website, capture leads, capture their information Preferably phone number and email address. And then that way we could follow up with them. So we had it on the website for two weeks. Uh, actually, we've had it on now for a little over two weeks. And just focusing on the two week period, 10 working days, Monday to Friday was disabled for the weekend, uh, which was another setting on its own. So we had, you know, working hours, outside of working hours, and then weekend set to display on this website. We had that all working. And 10 days, what is it, nine hours a day, so 90 hours. Uh, that we had this live chat available on there. We had 120 exactly initiate the chat. But one thing you have to consider with live chat and when you're outsourcing it is the response time. Outsource agencies, I'm sure, do a great job of responding really quickly we needed to make sure we were on top of that and i was on top of my staff and after going through this data here i went and counted 18 that were not replied to within 1 minute so we could say that you know 18 of these were our fault that leaves 102 initiated of that 102 i'm going to cut right to the chase here and tell you only 6 of them became an estimate where we could actually you know get in touch with the customer or get their you know enough project information by the chat and had a means of delivering it so Less than 6%, a hair less than 6%, 6 of 102 would go on to actually get an estimate from us. I haven't gone in to look and see how many of them actually sold. Only 6 of them delivered out of 120 chats initiated or 6 out of 102 if you back out the ones that we did not reply to quick enough. Because reply time is crucial with that chat. They want someone on there now. So what happened? Where did the other 96 chats that we actually initiated and to replied to quickly go. Well, most close the chat and I know I do this personally when I'm doing the live chat even on my desktop and I'm even worse about it on my phone. If I'm chatting with someone, you know, I get distracted, I go to my Facebook app, I open up another window and then I totally forget about the actual chat. So many of them were just simply closed before we could capture any information. And a good chunk of those that were just closed before we could capture any information actually closed it once we started requesting their contact information. So they might open up the chat on the website and they might say something like, hey, I need an estimate for doing you know, or they wouldn't say, hey, I need an estimate for doing, they would say more direct, how much does it cost to do six screen panels on your roof? So they're going to usually straight up open up with how much. Uh, That was kind of the general opening line that a lot of them used. And at that point, you have to consider if you're outsourcing it, you know, that the person on the other end of the chat could not give those actual numbers. My team could, but our focus was again to do what most of these outsource agencies do, capture their information. And then once we have, you know, a contact method, because we can't contact them through the live chat if they close it. Once we have their contact information, we can follow up with them, you know, and open a line of communication via a different channel. So Anyways, most of them, once prompted for their information, would just close the chat. So they would say, how much does it cost to get six screen panels done? And my CSR would say something like, thanks for the inquiry. We'd be happy to get you a quote on this. In case the live chat closes, what's the best phone number to reach you on? We tried that, and then we would also go on to say, uh, or not also go on to say, but we also tried varying that up and saying, thanks for the inquiry. We'd be happy to work up this quote. What's the best way of calling you so we can discuss more about the scope of work? Or uh, what is your email address so we can send the quote to it? So we, we try to capture their information pretty quick. And if you test any outsourced agency, you will see that's exactly what they go for. They they have some cordiality, a little small talk if they need to make it. But ultimately, they are hammering in, capturing that information so that they can pass that along to someone at the company. And that's what my CSRs were trying to do here. And ultimately, out of uh, 102 that we were able to reply to quickly, only six of those became estimates. Most of them fell off when they were prompted for more info or just simply closed the chat before we could even ask for more info. So they would say, hey, how much does this cost? We'd say, hey, thanks for the inquiry. You know, we need a little bit more detail or could you give me a little bit more detail to try and kind of provoke provoke some engagement? And by and large, most of the chats were closed at that point. And then, of course, we got a bunch of of out-of-service areas and how-tos. My company website has a lot of information on it. We get several hundred visitors a day to the website. And we get organic rankings from, I don't wanna say all over the country, but largely all over the state. And we, you can find us pretty easily from all over the country. So we get a lot of organic traffic, and this is all you know, coming to content that's on our website particularly informative content, you know, not so much the content that's featuring our projects, but people would come on there and they would ask, you know, do we, uh, do we know anyone in their area or do we service their area? No. And then subsequently that was followed up with, well, do you know anyone? No. We'd have people asking for how to's. We had somebody asking about a gutter end cap. How do you fix a gutter end cap that has fallen off? Stuff like that. It ultimately has no sales opportunity to us. And, you know, while I have fixed costs for a team that's sitting around at their desk to handle inbound inquiries like this, you know, they really need to be focusing on our sales opportunities where they can earn money for the company. If you were outsourcing it, you would again be paying or getting charged and subsequently paying, getting charged 10 to $15 for each one of these chats that are initiated. So if we go back to my overall number here, you know, let's just forget about the 18 that we didn't reply to quickly. A uh, hundred and two times 15, well, that's going to put us up at, let's just call it roundabouts numbers, $1,500. So even if you had a high volume, they charge based on a volume. So I think at 120 in two weeks, we probably would have gotten in the you know lowest tier of pricing, which was around 10 bucks or maybe a few pennies under it it would have had us at $1,000 to handle these for only six estimates. So not very good on that. We also had some people come through looking for materials and we did get a lot of general, not a lot, but a noticeable amount. Probably this would probably be second to people closing it. But we had a lot of people asking just general operational discussion questions. Like, do you know what time your service technician is getting here? That came up a, a few times. You know, I got an estimate from you guys, you know, last month. Can you tell me you know, what this line item says? And for that type of stuff, that has to be directed back to the project manager that was initially handling it. So all in all there, you know, we had quite a few people initiating the chats, but ultimately very, very few of them would go on to become an estimate. All right, so let's go back to where I was talking about how I've always focused on having this visible click to call phone number here on the website thing is, is now that I've got the chat on there, I'm detracting from that ultimate objective. And I know that ultimate objective there has worked well. I know that local phone number being visible has worked incredibly well. It works far better than this live chat. So I'm going to be ending the live chat on my website. And some people might say, well, just keep both of them on there, you know, in some way. But You have to consider that you need to have or should have in marketing theory just one clean objective for people on your website and in my opinion as a trades business owner there is no more powerful objective than getting someone to pick up the phone and call you so you know putting the live chat on there clutters up the mobile interface hides the visible local phone number that we like to have so for that reason the live chat will be coming off of our website You've reached the end of another episode of the Home Pro Success Podcast. Connect with us and join our collaborative Facebook group at homeprosuccess.com.